You're listening to TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience, They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered, and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Well, Tay, I don't know if we ever can get enough help out there for becoming better parents, especially after this whole wave of, oh, we need to build our children's self-esteem and keep telling them that they're such good children and they're always so perfect. And now we have a bunch of teenagers and 20-year-olds who are still the center of the universe and haven't figured out yet that that isn't the name of the game. Well, you want to make little Timmy happy. So... You know, we always are looking for uh, solutions, formulas that can be used that appropriately and lovingly set firm and strong boundaries and that teach the children how to behave in a really productive manner. So for that reason, we just keep having this guest back on the show. (laughs) The system works. It's called 123 Magic. It's by Dr. Thomas W. Phelan, Ph.D., and we just asked him before uh, starting the show, uh, about two weeks ago, they uh, they hit the one million uh, mark of copies sold, which is great news. That means more parents are doing the right thing, not they're, just... They're armed with uh, yeah, they're armed. information to deal with their children really efficiently. So let's find out how 123 Magic works. Would you welcome to the show Dr. Thomas W. Phelan. How you doing, Tom? Keith and Charmaine, it's great to be with you again. It's always a pleasure to have you. You know, I love this book, and actually the times before that we've had you on, I've never, you know, I get so much material for the show in the front half, I never look in the back half, and I was sitting here reading it while we were waiting for the time, and I mean, it's good all the way through. Just really great suggestions on how to deal with problems without getting into arguments and getting into power struggles all the time. Well, thank you. You know, the the secret to the book, I think, is uh, that it's very simple. And uh, these days, if you don't keep it simple, nobody's going to do it. That's right. Boy, isn't that the truth? (laughs) People are just busy and uh, booked, I guess, huh? I think they are. And, uh, you know, parenting is, uh, they always say, you've probably heard it a million times, uh, kids don't come with a training manual and nobody ever taught us how to be parents. And you you get into it and you have no idea what you're up against. And then whammo. And, you know, some people get easy kids and some people get really difficult children. And uh, you, you need some way to try and um, uh, find out what you're doing. I noticed uh, I, I raised quite a number of children, and they're all different. It's, it's like uh, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> no, you don't. And, you know, they, but way back in the old days, I mean, the old days being about 50 years ago, uh, everybody believed that uh, parents, that the kids were all products of their parenting. And uh, whatever you did to the kids, you know, if they turned out messed up, 
then that was your fault, and so on and so forth. Right. And these days, they realize the pendulum is kind of swung back, swung back to the other. Uh, I don't want to say extreme, but they're really realizing the genetic forces and the hereditary forces that are out there. So it's probably safe to say, you know, it's about half genetics and about half parenting, and you got to be on your toes. You know, that's why I was going to say it's it's uh it's split. You know, it could carry a little heavier with genetics and it could carry a little heavier with the uh, parents influence but it certainly isn't an absolute one way or the other no it isn't and uh, you know you may say well my child has this problem and it's genetic but uh, you know if you have a a a child with a genetic problem which could be adhd or bipolar or some of these other things yeah you you really have to be a professional parent you don't have any choice you're stuck with it yeah there's no way out no (laughs) Some of these uh, difficult uh, problems kids are actually bringing in from their soul, which, you know, that's an ingrained problem. And, of course, that parent, if they don't learn how to master themselves, how are they going to be able to raise their children right? Well, you're right. Any any parenting program like 123Magic or anything else has to start with the, the parent. And uh, the parents have to... Uh, you know, and we we try and keep it simple so the parents can master themselves, as you say, uh, and do something constructive for their kids. But the the, the kids don't know what's going on. They, they're not going to change themselves. They're not going to change the universe. And so it really has to start with mom and dad. Yeah, like uh, somebody who knows what they're doing. And, you know, when I was growing up, my parents were pretty solid, and they weren't abusive. They were fair, and they were loving. And it was nice to have that solidness raising me. Well, I think so. If you, have, you, you need consistency, right? Which uh, whatever program you're using, you need to be consistent, uh, assuming that it's a good program to begin with, right? But you want your parents to do the same thing. You want them not to be abusive, and you need to have rules that you can follow, uh, and your parents will back them up. But you know, the other side to parenting is parents not only need to enforce rules; they need to be warm and supportive and one of the big dilemmas in parenting is there are some parents that are too much rule oriented and they're not warm right and then there are some parents that are too warm and they're not they don't they don't pay attention to the rules and we call those parents permissive parents and the other ones are kind of the uh there's not so some not so nice words for it, but they, <laughs> they call them authoritarian some of the time. that's a nice word right for it. Yeah, nip that in the bud there. That's right. You know, I remember my mother had the ability to say, I said no, and we just, that was it. And I noticed parents today are going, now, Johnny, I said don't do that, okay? And Johnny, of course, does it. The okay, uh, (laughs) just as you said it, is a message that uh, the child is in control. That's right. When you say it. That's exactly right. what you can't, it's hard to describe, was the tone of voice that you portrayed very accurately there. When you say okay, in that tone of voice, the child knows they've got you and they can do whatever they want. We're listening today talking with Thomas Phelan, Ph.D., who's the author of 123 Magic, Effective Discipline for Children 2 2 through 12. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you have a question about your children, uh, send us an email at q at masteringourselves.com. So, Tom, what do you think's behind so many parents these days being so concerned to get the child's approval on the things that they do? 
Well, I, I think there's so many parenting programs out there now that it confuses a lot of people. And I think, uh, uh, as you said before, parents are so busy that they feel guilty. Uh, and once you start feeling guilty, you want your kids' approval more than you did before. Yeah. And there are so many parents that uh, are single parents and, and uh, step family situations, and that's that's just the way it is. I think the step families are going to be about 50% of the uh, families overall in about five, ten years. And that's tough for parents. If you have a, a family that's broken apart uh, one way or another and you're trying to put something back together again, there's always a certain amount of guilt involved in that. Yeah. And that means you're going to be uh, too much seeking the kids' approval, whether they're your stepkids or your biological kids. Yeah, it makes sense to try to compensate, but that certainly isn't the way to solve it. It really isn't. I mean, you, you, yeah, and then there are different situations, the step family thing and, uh, versus the other kind of family, but, uh, kids really need some, uh, guidelines and they need some boundaries and they need parents who are going to set those down without yelling, screaming and yeah. getting so mad and treating you like you're the, uh, you know, the worst thing that the planet's ever seen. Right. <laughs> you know, it seems like, um, more than not, it's kids raising kids. <laughs> well, it it sometimes seems that way, and uh, <clears throat> it often is. I mean, the the uh, ages. I, I do a parenting program to uh, some single moms uh, every year in a local high school here, and these kids. Uh, you know, it's it's the uh, girls that are that I'm talking to, and they're 15, 16 years old, and they have two year olds. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't, and they're usually living at home with their their mothers. Yeah. So the the uh, grandma is um, probably the more forceful parent. Which could be good. It's it's good in some ways, but right. it's very confusing. Could and be. These, these girls and they're still in high school, and uh, they you know they have to get up and go to high school, and then they have to go to work afterwards, and they come home and they have a two year old. So and they'll ask me questions like, "Well, he wants my attention. What am I supposed to do?" And how do you answer that question? <laughs> Boy, how do you answer that question? I mean, the kid needs his mother, but the mother's used up. That's right. It's a lose, lose, lose. Well, it, it's tough, and uh, I think what you have to do is, I uh, mean, in that situation, you know what I found the best thing to do with uh, these kids in the high school is to tell them, tell them stories. Because if you get too uh, uh, abstract about the whole thing, they don't understand it. So you tell them stories. And I tell them in that situation, I tell them stories about trying to have fun with your kids and uh, get on the floor with them and do something that you, at the end of that long day, it, it doesn't require rules or anything like that. It's just goofing around, play hide-and-go-seek, put a blanket over your head, you know, say silly things, <laughs> and then put them to bed and, and, and uh, cross your fingers, see what happens. Yeah, just get out there and, and do something. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. You know, um, I guess it. Um, you know, a child grows up and they have a split family. A f- father leaves, or there's a divorce, or whatever. And um, it, it must it must splinter a child's psychology, and, and you know, inevitably has repercussions down the road. Well, I think it does, and, uh, you know, there's so many people that are going through that. And uh, 
you know, some of the best advice I've seen uh, or heard about these kinds of situations is, um, you know, if you are a parent and you've got kids and you're going through this, um, don't don't hook up with somebody too soon and and move in or live together. The, the kids need time to get used to the fact that their old family doesn't exist anymore, and um, that takes them a while to um, get over. And if you push it too much, I've seen too many new step parents that just try way too hard to uh, either discipline or to befriend uh, the children, and it just doesn't work. Some of these kids just need some time to get used to the fact that they've lost their old family. Yeah. Boy, that's a shock, isn't it? Well, it really is to a lot of them. And some of them knew it was coming, and some of them didn't. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, they, they say, well, you want to explain it to your children as best you can. Yes. But uh, what, whatever the case, you know, I think all kids uh, would like to see the original mom and dad back together and uh, you know of course it's not going to happen most of the time but uh, in their hearts that's what they want and i think you yeah. have to respect that i i think you're right uh it could be not the best people but still their mom and dad and there's a part of them almost always that wants that original mom and dad yeah you're right and that's what they started out with and and uh, they knew you way back when and of course unless you were horribly abusive i think there's that loyalty that children have that uh, they never really uh, let go of. Right. We would like to, when we come back from break here, talk about uh, the core of 123 Magic, which seems to me is twofold. Number one, the parents are getting control of their emotions and not uh, letting that run the show. And number two, you're giving children a chance to choose to behave well. Is that kind of the crux of it? That sums up pretty good. Okay, but we'll do it way more when we come back. Uh, You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, a place to find sound answers to tough life's tough questions. Our guest today, Dr. Thomas W. Phelan, author author of The Million Books Sold, 123 Magic. More when we come back. Thanks for being with us. Hang on. (laughs) 